Greetings, welcome, and good day. You are now tuned into the seventh episode of the Season Bed Podcast. I'm so happy you could make it to another chapter of this show. This week, we're joined by a former bosun's mate. Daphne was inspired to join the U.S. Coast Guard following the attacks on 9-11. After graduating boot camp, she was stationed in Georgia, where she was forced to grapple with racist leadership as the only black woman at her unit. She learned a lot in her almost decade-long career and isn't shy about sharing any of her lessons with us. This is the first interview I've conducted where the guests insisted on talking over drinks. And that's why I named this episode. That's not what liquor does, Daphne. Friend! <laughs> How's it going? Good, how are you? You made it. I made it, oh my god. I parked at the wrong house, and then I knocked on the wrong door. I was like, girl, I'm outside. I'm sorry, y'all. Uh, it's a, it was a journey for me to get here today. Um, I found parking, and I found out that that was scarce, so I stayed where I was at, even though it was the wrong place. Um, I knocked on a door and told, her, uh, told our guest today that I was outside, and she was like, I'm outside. I was like, me too. And we're like not looking at each other while we're both outside. <laughs> you're in a very liberal neighborhood, so I, you're safe. I mean, hey, you know what? I didn't feel like I was in danger at all. Uh, I just felt lost and very unsmart at the time. I'm sorry that that is the first impression that I could give you of me is just me not being in the right place. Yeah. Look, no, she and, and she told me which streets that she was on, and <sighs> I'm so mad at myself right now. Oh my god, she was. It was a very, look, you can't mistake the name of this street for any other street, but I was on a different street thinking that I was on the correct street. And I look at the street sign and it says like something totally different for the sake of this podcast. Like, of course, I'm not going to give away her location or whatever. But let's just say the name of her street was like Dakota and the street that I thought I was on. I thought I was on Dakota Street. Um, I was actually on Alabama Street. And that shit don't even rhyme, man. It don't even look alike. And I was like, yeah, I'm, I'm at, at your place at uh, 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 911 uh, uh, Dakota Street. And I'm looking, it, it says 911 on, on the front. And like, I look at the street sign, it's like, yeah, 911 Alabama. You dumbass. <laughs> That's okay. You and then she. Over. <laughs> Man. Why? Why I gotta be like this though? A little directionally challenged. Bruh. It's not too and bad. that's the this is our first meeting. Like the, the our first meeting is you seeing I'm not real good at reading. <laughs> I'm not good at reading, I'm not good at directions. I but I found real good parking and I'm proud of that. Welcome to the military. That's what we do. <laughs> that's what we do. Like it, it kind of worked, all right? Like, I got my cardio in for the day. Look, so, look, look, we in shape. We doing it. We here. <laughs> we here. We here. <laughs> Cheers, Sweat man. a little bit. Da- yeah. Bam. Cheers. <laughs> <laughs> all right. <laughs> Our guest today told me that I could refer to her as Daphne. Mm-hmm. So, Daphne. Hi. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> Daphne, what is your connection to the service? I served eight years in the United States Coast Guard. Come on. I have done several jobs because I learned the secret. Come on. It's the hot jobs when they try <laughs> to send you someplace you don't want to go. <laughs> That's the secret for all you people who want to know. 
They want to send you to Kodiak, Alaska. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You just say, oh, no, I can't do this job no more. It's stressing me out. <laughs> I would like a new rating, please. Wow. And then get a new rating. You're going to be at the bottom of the list, which yes. is going to be a place closest to wherever you are. Okay. And that's what you do. You know what? You... You are, I, know the, I know the secret. You scheming, man. <laughs> they scheme on us. We got to scheme on them. Word. That's a word. Work the system. Don't let them work you. Don't let them work you. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> That's how you do it. I'm with it. I'm with it. That's how you do it. Do you have any family in the service? Like, are you the first in, in your family to join the I military? I am not. So my grandma had 12 kids, six boys, six girls. Wow. She is a lady. Yes. And five of her six boys joined the service. Jesus. I'm the first woman in the family come on to join the service yo I'm, I'm the only woman in the family to have joined the service wow so you are uh the crazy one all right i get it from my uncles i look <laughs> big family somebody gotta be crazy Maybe we can't all be sane all right it's, it's fun to be crazy i i concur you're a little, you're a little crazy. i'm with it i'm with it so I know if you came from a family that size, this sounds old school. My grandma also had like a lot of kids. She mm-hmm. had 14, seven boys, seven girls. So like, and, and like, no my uncles joined the military too. That's how you do. Yeah. That's yeah. How you do. Back in the days, that was like the only thing to that, do. That's how black folks got out the country. That's how black <laughs> men stayed out of trouble. Well, I would say they stayed out of trouble, but then getting in the service put you in trouble. It's one trouble or the other. Mm-hmm. So you came from a military family. Mm-hmm. That's what's up. Was the Coast Guard your first branch of service of choice? Yes. Okay. Yes. 9-11 happened. Okay. And I'll never forget it. It was me and Don. We were in ROTC. Don, she is the only person at this table that likes you right now. Um, <laughs> and you know exactly why. <laughs> we were in ROTC. And our sergeant, we were watching 9-11 happen. Mm-hmm. We were watching it on TV. The whole room was quiet. And I turned to my sergeant and I go, who protects our coast? And he says, the Coast Guard, which everybody kind of chuckled, even in light of 9-11, we kind of chuckled because we thought he made that up. Like, who protects our coast? The Coast Guard. Oh. Like, come on. <laughs> we had never heard of that before. Like, you were children. Why he was like, you? no, it's a real thing. And we were like, whatever. You know, small phones weren't smart yet. <laughs> so we couldn't, like, Google. Right, right. But, like, the very next week, mm-hmm. he brought in a Coast Guard recruiter. Okay. I went in. It was at lunchtime. I saw the recruiter. I walked up, and I said, I want to sign up. It was ninth grade. And he was like... You're kind of young, like your mom would have to. And I was like, okay, hold on. I went to the front office. I called my mom. (laughs) She came that Mm -hmm. same day and I signed up. Wow. Mm -hmm. Ninth grade. So I always knew that I was going to go into the Coast Guard. Wow. In the ninth grade? Mm -hmm. You were a baby. 9-11. They let let you sign paperwork? It's the Coast Guard. (laughs) (laughs) All he saw was a little black girl. Like, yes, that's money. (laughs) That's a check for him. That's a commission. Nineteen. I'm sorry. Uh, not ninth. Ninth. Ninth grade. You had to have been like 14, 15 years old. Mm-hmm. I didn't know they. All right. Good yep. for you, and good yep. for them. As long as your parent is there. Yeah. You can sign up, but you still have to. You got to finish high yeah, school. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You got to do maps. They have to make you do maps a couple of times because <laughs> you're young. Like, okay, yeah, you you may hit it in ninth grade, but you may not hit it in tenth. And also, you're still growing at that age. Right. You, you may make up. some bad choices. We don't know if you're going to behave yourself or not. It's high school. I meant growing as in physical. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh. Yeah, like you could get taller or wider, like between ninth and 12th grade. They don't care about that. They saw a little black girl. Uh, and signed you right on up. Right. Diversity. <laughs> diversity. That's what they saw. This is a diversity check. <laughs> 
getting that commission. Look, no one can blame you for not having heard of the the Coast Guard, though. I mean, there, it's not like there's a lot of commercials or anything for it. Right. Everybody's heard of the Army. Everybody's heard of the Navy. Most people have heard of the Marine Corps. National Guard. Yeah, like, yeah. it's... It feels like to know about the Coast Guard, you got to know somebody. <laughs> you have to know somebody or, like, live in a coasty town. Right, Like, right. if you live near Cape May, New Jersey. Oh, God. <laughs> you know about the Coast Guard. <laughs> if you live in Cape May, New Jersey, not only do you know about the Coast Guard, but you're so rich, you would never join or let your kids join. Because right. that is some highfalutin uh, real estate around there. Right. <laughs> yeah. Whew. Glad to get out of there. <laughs> What branches of service were your like uh, other family members in? Since you're the first coastie in your family, mm -hmm. so they were like Army Navy. So yeah, my uncles are in the Army. Mm -hmm. My dad was in the Army. Right on. I have a couple cousins that was in the Air Force. Okay. Whoa, whoa. I a, yeah, I have a couple young cousins now going to the Army and the Air Force. Right on, right on. Mm -hmm. All right now. But all boys. I'm still the only. I'm hoping one of my girls. <laughs> Come on, I can't be the only one. Look, they, they were like, well, ain't Daphne. <laughs> Cousin Daphne. You know, I'm, I told them so many horror stories. So like, they're like, no, hell no, we're not doing that. That makes sense as well. Y'all, yeah. Daphne gave me a drink and now I'm feeling chatty. So <laughs> this may be a good it's episode. Gonna be an amazing podcast. This is going to be a very fun it's episode. It's going to be an amazing podcast. Just wait till after. <laughs> oh, Lord. <laughs> I'm the tequila queen. She's going to be very happy. Christ. <laughs> So Daphne, mm -hmm. how do you feel about your time in uniform? I hated it. <laughs> I hated every thinking <laughs> second of it. I have not had one good, no, I take that back. There was one good experience and that was during boot camp. But outside of that, if you were to ask me, mm -hmm. I would say no. And it, what's weird is this year I went to a job fair mm -hmm. and they were doing a diversity hire and the Coast Guard <laughs> table was there. And here's all these young black kids, all these young black boys mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and this Latino recruiter and this white recruiter. Mm -hmm. And they're telling, they're talking to the young kids. I'm just kind of standing off to the side, listening to them because I want to see how do, how do recruiters get kids now because I know how they lie to me. How do they, <laughs> how do they get them now? And the, and the guy's like, I've never heard anybody say that they hated being in the Coast Guard. And I raised my hand. <laughs> and they all turned and looked at me. And these young black boys were like, black woman, you were in the Coast Guard? <laughs> yeah, eight years. And my crew was like, you hate it? I was like, every second. You fucking up the game. <laughs> I'm telling the truth. I'm telling the truth. But I told them, I was like, you know, now, now we have programs in place. Okay. Where it's going to help you get through. Like, you don't have to go through what I went through. Right on, right on. You're good now. But if you say you ain't never heard nobody, here, I'll be your first, baby. Look. Let me, and pop, let me pop a chair. Hey, I hated it. <laughs> I hated it. And I hate that blue. Look, eight years and you're not, Daphne is not an old lady. She's... I call myself an old lady, but like neither one of us, we're both millennials. Yeah. 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 So like, this is like not, your eight years wasn't even that long ago. Yeah. Okay. Long enough. <laughs> it could get longer. I would love to get further away from that time in my life. It was, whew. Does any particular uh, time period stand out to you? Always the beginning. Mm -hmm. I, I feel like the beginning is always the most exciting time and also the most strenuous time being mm -hmm. in the Coast Guard because... They show you that video, <laughs> and they tell you, this is what it's going to be like, and they bring you to the office, the recruiter's office, and they let you talk to every recruiter you want to talk to, right? Right. And you can talk to any coastie that comes in, mm -hmm. right? And they all paint this picture. I call it the Parisian picture. They tell you, 
this is what Paris is. And then you get there and it smells like pee and there's homeless people everywhere. And they have immigration problems and the food sucks. And they don't have as much wine as they say they do. Like, and the Eiffel Tower is just a toy. Like, no. That's that's what my time in the Coast Guard was you like. You're so Catfish? They invented catfishing. That... They need to do a show, Catfished in the Military. Do you know how much money they would get off of that show? Lord. Come on, the H1, what you gonna do? <laughs> oh my goodness. Yeah, always the beginning for me. Because they, they really make you think it's going to be this huge brotherhood, this whole togetherness. Right. Being the blue. We're the mm-hmm. blue. Water mm-hmm. forever. Mm-hmm. No, hell no. That's not what it is. They paint the picture of teamwork. Yeah. It's teamwork for them. Right. Uh, so you think you're joining a team and then you go in and you're individualized. Yeah. Okay. You to help. <laughs> you can help. Oh God! They just don't tell you you to help. You just get a nice check for being the help. It's cute. Yeah, in the beginning, when right. you young, think about it. When you young and you ain't getting no money and, and the minimum wage for us was what five fifteen, five twenty five. Right, right, right. You get in the Coast Guard. You go for your your boot camp. You come back. You got a few grand. You like Whoo. you got grown people money. Listen, <laughs> and then your and then your bonus hitting that. What? Oh, you got a bonus? I'm black. Shut the... You got a bonus... There's not a such thing as a bonus for being black, guy. Like I said. Are you serious? I got a bonus for being black. God damn it, I'm black too. I ain't get shit. <laughs> because originally there was like... The Coast old. Guard owes me reparations for being... Originally there was like... You had to get... You had to go to A school for it. And I was like, I don't want to go to A school. I just got back from boot camp. I, I'm, I'm good. I'm tired. I don't want to do this no more. I'm tired of walking in lines. I'm tired of marching. And if I have to listen to one more person that sounds more country than I do, <laughs> it's going to be an issue for me. You got a bonus. Mm-hmm. Uh, d- diverse. It's for diversity. See, you had to be Savannah. You had to go to Savannah. Yo. Mm-hmm. The Coast Guard owes me reparations. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm mad. Me too. I'm big mad. I, I definitely need some reparations. <laughs> oh, show. They owe me a lot of money. I'd be a millionaire. My God. I just found a new reason to be mad now. <laughs> See, you got to hold the recruiters to what they tell you because they lied to you. They didn't tell me about a bonus, so I can't hold them to, well, unless, it, but, you know I what, I'm going to stop. Just, ooh, we. <laughs> I got it. I held them to it. I was like, listen, I'm not coming back till I get my bonus. Heard that. Heard I that. Wall, baby. Get my money. I don't work for free. <laughs> I don't blame you. How do you think your experience could have been improved? I mean, because so, it sounds like you had the time of your life, Daphne. Yes, <laughs> definitely so a there, lifetime. It sounds like there was no room for improvement. <laughs> Listen, <laughs> I think my biggest issue with branches like the Coast Guard is they push so hard for diversity and inclusion, mm-hmm. but they don't leave room for diversity and inclusion. Okay. So you want to include more black people. You yes. want to diversify by having more black women, mm-hmm. but then you also have to realize we are not like y'all. Mm-hmm. So if you're going to include us, make space for us. Right. I can't use the same hair products she used. My hair doesn't do mm-hmm. what that white woman hair does. So you mm-hmm. have to make space for the fact you want me here. You asked me right, to right. be here. Here. You got a bonus for being here. Right. <laughs> so make room for me. I can't do what she do. Mm-hmm. And you mm-hmm. shouldn't ask me to. How dare you ask me to cut all my hair off because my hair doesn't do what that white woman hair does. Mm. I'm not doing that. How dare you ask me to take my protective style out in boot camp because my hair grew a little bit and it touched my shoulders. Mm-hmm. Why would I do that? Mm. My hair, I put my hair up in a way so that it could attain to your style and your right, right, right. But my hair ain't going to do what a little white girl hair going to do. <laughs> she could just flip hers in a little ponytail should I do that I get split ends because y'all didn't have what I needed for my hair right at boot camp 
And then you right. wouldn't allow me to bring it. And what I did bring, you didn't let me take with me. Mm. So if you right. want diversity and diversity and inclusion, make space for diversity and inclusion. All right. Don't just say that's what you want and then don't give me space for it. I can't use same soap as Sarah. <laughs> I can't. That's not going to work for me. Different skin types. And my, my clothes are going to fit different. I'm sorry. When my push-up are going to look different, I have an ass. <laughs> Definitely. It's going to look different. You telling me I'm not going all the way down. Everything is flat in the top, but in the back, it's not going to be flat, baby. Lord. That's just, that's real life, though. We are built different. If you're going to include us, include us. But let it be known we are different. Mm -hmm. There are differences in, in our biological makeup, and that's okay. Right on. Y'all want us. Right on. I promise you, you want us. <laughs> we saved the Coast Guard. Girl, y'all started <laughs> diversifying because guess what y'all didn't have? <laughs> okay, so here we are. <laughs> You're welcome, Daphne. <laughs> it's still this drink is delicious, by the way. <laughs> I know, I, I, this, is, this is tequila, right? Yeah, all right, well, oh, yeah, that's what's up. Yep, Daphne, mm -hmm. tell me about a time when you experienced something, either good or bad, mm -hmm. that you know to be unique to you. Because you are a black woman. Good or bad. Good or bad. Hey, sometimes good things happen because you're a black woman. Sometimes. I'll give you one instance with two different outcomes. Let's get it. So going back to boot camp. Okay. There's this company commander mm -hmm. who was not my company commander. I didn't know her. Mm -hmm. I know her face. I don't know her name. And if I ever meet her today, it's hands on sight. <laughs> <laughs> but <laughs> she had it out for me from the moment I stepped off the bus because... When you're, you have prior experience, like you have JROTC behind you, they want to mm -hmm. test you a little bit more, right? They mm -hmm. got to bother you a little bit more. Mm -hmm. She's not my company commander. But every time she saw me, this lady would beeline for me. And she was very heavily pregnant when I was there. So she had to be like seven, eight months, like right at the end when mm -hmm. I went. And every time she saw me, she made it very hard for me. Mm -hmm. very very hard like one time the label on my shirt was lifted up and I didn't know mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. nobody had told me of course you, you know you're getting dressed with all your girls and in your barracks and they don't tell you nothing no but no. here I am and then she sees me and she you know you're in the cafeteria Lord. you gotta do that stupid little walk up yep. stop look <laughs> right look left then go and she goes stop Lord have mercy fix yourself I don't know what I'm supposed to fix and she refused to tell me on the same end, there was a black company commander, also not my company commander. He's mm -hmm. a black man. He's from South Carolina. I won't forget this because he told me. And he watched this woman antagonize me the entire time that I was there. I always saw him near her. So either they were sister companies or they may have been together. Mm -hmm. But that one time when I was walking through the cafeteria, the galley, and she stopped me. I remember that was the first time she brought me to tears because I was so frustrated because I knew I couldn't hit her because she was pregnant. That was the only reason. Why else? Why would they can't antagonize me? I couldn't hear her because she was pregnant. Like, you're a company commander. I am a recruit. But the only reason you're, you're not pregnant. catching these hands. You're pregnant. You're pregnant. You're super pregnant. Like, I, that's, a, that's, a, that's a case for me. So, I remember him telling her, leave me alone, let me go. And then I walked to go put my, my tray down. And he came in, asked me my name and, like, where I was from. He was like, oh, I'm from South Carolina. And in that corner, there was nobody in that area at the time. You know, the area with all the flags. Oh, yes, yes, yes. With all the flags. Yep, yep, yep. And we're standing over there, and he's like, he let me vent. I had a good three minutes of just vent to him about this woman and how she constantly and consistently 
antagonized me. Mm-hmm. That was a good and bad moment for me because I, I realized like there are black people who do care about you. Okay. Black men who do care about okay. you. As a young black woman who was not really raised with, uh, I didn't have a father figure, didn't have men who raised me. I had six uncles, but they didn't raise me. Right. But to have a black man come in and have my back, and that was the last time she bothered me. Come on. Yeah. So good and bad. Like this, I got to see what my time in the Coast Guard was going to be like. These white people are going to mess with me, but there are going to be someone. There's going to be someone in the back in the corner who's watching, yeah. who's going to be your source of, you know, a, a place where you can vent your frustrations and right. just move you over to the side and tell. And he was like, "You're so strong. You can do it." This man didn't know me. I was not in his company. He's, you can. You can make it. I'm you glad can you do had it. that. In your corner. It was literally just a three-minute conversation, but that three minutes carried me throughout the rest of boot camp. Because when I tell you I was about to go home, baby, I was about to go <laughs> hands with this lady. Ooh, but that—that's literally what my time in a Coast Guard was. Like, if I found one black person, they yeah. would always be like, "You okay?" It's not much they could have done for right, me, right. but that—that that word, that simple word of advice, yeah. that simple encouragement, "You okay? You—you you can do it. You okay?" I'm so glad you had that, girl. Cause who? Man. Your last podcast, I was like, oh, she had that? <laughs> uh, the, la- <gasps> the last episode Daphne is referring to is the one that aired uh, yesterday. Today's uh, the 18th. Uh, the last episode that I put out was on the uh, 17th, and it was the one... Uh... I put some type of way about it. <laughs> I'm not even going to lie. I want to meet her. The episode was titled, Life for Me Has Been a Crystal Stack. I want to meet Crystal. <laughs> Her, her name's to, not Crystal. I know her name's not Crystal, but that's uh, what I'm calling her. Uh, uh, <laughs> I want to sit down with this woman. I knew that episode was going to make a couple people jealous. Ooh, <laughs> jealous? <laughs> mad, baby. I'm mad. <laughs> she what? You had what? But I was jealous sitting there listening to her. I was like, you had a black lady captain? Girl. What? Immediately. What? How? <laughs> Where you was that? Girl, what job you chose? Ooh, I did. Ooh. Mm. Oh yeah, I felt it, it was a hookup. It was it was lovely, for, mm-hmm. good and good for her. Mm-hmm. Like it's good, it's nice to see that somebody uh, can can have a good experience. I mean, yeah, but you know, but you want that for yourself. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I, I was a good girl. What? <laughs> what? <laughs> oh man, yeah. Uh, your company commander, uh, like many of them, sound she sounds like a real bitch. Uh, I hate her, and um, yeah, I hope her kid doesn't like her that much. <laughs> Yeah, she sounds like an evil, nitpicky, petty-ass bitch. Uh, I know her face, too. We do not like her on this podcast. <laughs> She's not a good lady. If you know, if you, if she listening. If you or anyone you know. <laughs> and you were pregnant at Cape May. Go ahead and stay away from Daphne. Yeah. It, it's going to be on site. You're not even going to know it's me. <laughs> Look, uh, and Daphne uh, works with her hands nowadays. Oh, uh, and I'm strong. <laughs> so, if, if his hands on site, you, that's your last time having sight. <laughs> Immediately. <laughs> you're not pregnant no more. You're not pregnant no more. That's it. Catch these hands, baby. <laughs> All right, man. When you brought complaints up to your chain of command, do you feel that you were heard? I never brought complaints to my chain of command because I already knew they weren't going to listen to me. Okay. I wouldn't even waste my time. Damn. I'm not walking to the office of a white man that's looking at me crazy when I pass him in the hallways mm-hmm. to tell him anything that's bothering me right. because he's going to turn it around like I'm the problem. Right. That's exactly what happened at my first station. 
I didn't have to bring up that there was an issue. Mm-hmm. I did what everybody else did, but because I did it, mm-hmm. it became an issue. Of course. And then they were like, he, he called me one day. And he was like, you don't have to come back. And that's how I left my first station. Okay. He was like, you, you don't have to come back. Wait, you don't have to come back? What does that you mean? You don't have to come back. I haven't. Don't come back. Daphne, I need a little bit of explanation on Dunk Comeback because you're under contract. This is only your first station. Yeah. And when you, you, yeah. Mean you can stay at home and collect a check. Is that what he meant? No. So I was also in school. Okay. So I will go back and forth to Georgia Southern. I went to Georgia Southern. So okay. that's in Statesboro. And my first station was in Tybee Island, Georgia. Okay. So he called me one day. He's like, you don't have to come back. So you can just like stay at school? Yeah. And he was like, they'll call you. They're going to tell you you're a new station. I did not get a call. For four months. Okay, I'm gonna just like go out on a limb and say, honey, this sounds like a hookup. Um, if you don't like those people and they said you ain't gotta be around them, that would have been a praise dance for me. Yeah. <laughs> Originally, it was a praise dance for me too until I got that call back and they're like, you're AWOL. Wow. Yeah. Okay, it was a, oh. It was a setup. It was a setup. It was definitely a setup. This motherfucker. Yeah. And I didn't complain. I didn't do it. All I did was what everyone else did. We just left base and had dinner. I just didn't go with them because I'm not going to eat where the white people eat. I don't eat what they eat. So <laughs> I went where I wanted to eat. When they came back, they came back a little bit before me. Mm-hmm. And then I came back and they had already locked the gate. So then I called and I said, hey, I'm at the gate. Came in. Everything was fine. Went to bed. Woke up the next day. All of a sudden, I'm in trouble. For what? For eating. Get the hell out of here. All right, because you didn't eat at the same place that they ate at. No, it's not because I didn't eat at the same place they they ate at. It's because I'm black. Of course. That's why. Okay. Because if I were the white woman who didn't eat with them, that wasn't an issue. Okay, but what they're saying is the issue, or what they're pretending is the issue, is that you didn't eat with them. Right. And that was the, oh, okay. But this whole, somebody tried to call you AWOL after. Yeah, they was like, you're AWOL. And I was like, what do you want me to do? He told My you not. chief. He told you not to come chief. back. Chief. Because I dropped names. Chief, chief <laughs> called me, and it was in May. Okay. And told me not to come back. Okay. You don't have to come back. Don't come back. Because I asked the same questions you had. He's like, you don't have to come back. What do you mean you don't have to come back? I don't have to come back. You don't have to come back. What does that mean? Don't come back. Right. Don't come back as in don't come back to the station. Right. Yeah, don't come back. You don't have to come back. We know you're not happy here. You don't have to come back. What the fuck? Okay. Mm-hmm. So what do you do when that's your chief? Well, if, do, you, do you go back? If you don't know any better, if you're very young and you're very impressionable in the Coast Guard. If you're you, at an all-white station. You were young. And yeah, yeah. So I can get this. two women, mm-hmm. white woman and you, mm-hmm. everybody else white men. Mm-hmm. And the top head white man calls you and says, don't come <laughs> back. head white man. <laughs> there was nobody. There wasn't like an officer or anything. He was, he was like, he was the head honcho? He was the highest at the station at that time. <sighs> this motherfucker don't told come, you. Don't you know yeah. I'm editing that out. Why? Because I don't want to get fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> and I said, but he said, don't come back. I, I'm, thank you. Um, <laughs> there, by this time in the podcast, there will be a bunch of edits. It'll sound like either blanks or beeps. I just want y'all to know, I bleep somebody's name out because y'all not canceling this show over this shit. Call, <laughs> call me, I'll tell you his name. <laughs> I tell you his name. Daphne would like for you to call her. <laughs> Don't actually do it. I'm available. I will tell you his name. <laughs> hey, tell me not to come back. So I didn't go back. I, I clarified. And then I called the station a couple times after that because 
four months passed and you, you told me that I would get a call from my new duty station and mm-hmm. I don't get a call. Mm-hmm. A couple months passed, you know, so I'm calling my old station like, hey, what's going on? I'm not getting any answer. You're transferring me to his voicemail. I'm not getting any answer. And this is your first station? This is my first station. They was really trying to get rid of you. Yeah, it's all white pen. I hate this for you. I loved it for me. I like the idea of four months away from people that you don't like and still getting paid for it. Yeah. However. School, like, yeah, and you were, yeah. School. It gave me time to like focus on the studies. Good. I got through a whole semester. Like, hey. Nice. Um, what I don't like is that it ended up being a setup. Jesus. Mm-hmm. Girl. It's always a setup. Always. So to answer the question, uh, when you brought complaints to your chain of command, were you, no. No. <laughs> okay. No. And the answer is also, you didn't feel comfortable enough to go to your chain of command if you had complaints. All right. In the beginning of your career, when you needed guidance and mentorship, were those resources provided or did you have to seek them out? I didn't even know that it would be a resource. Okay. So it wasn't something that I would seek out. You didn't know what you didn't know. Yeah. Okay. Did not know what I didn't know. I would just call my old ROTC. Oh, man. <laughs> Sorry, like, Sarge, like, this is what I'm going through. Like, do you have somebody? Do you know somebody? Or I call my best friend, Don. Don, what you doing? <laughs> Can you help me out? Like, do you know how to do this? Do you know what I should do? Lovely. It was great to have my best friend. <laughs> Don, stop smiling. Because <laughs> I know she over. she's listening to this and grinning. She's Don, like, oh. Don, wipe that I smile off your face, Don. Train. Right now. <laughs> she said best friend, Don. She meant best friend at the time. You're going to be replaced, Don. <laughs> <laughs> Have you been able to make friends with other black lady veterans? Were you able to make friends with other black lady veterans? Now. Good. Now, yeah. Right on. Like, right when I get out, I really wanted to, like, separate myself from the Coast Guard. understandable so i didn't want to like there was even a point in time where i would tell don like don't even talk to me about work because like i just it's traumatizing yeah it's a little ptsd from it so i didn't want to you were very young and you went through this bullshit that's very it can leave a mark on you and i almost threw away like all of my uniforms i'm glad i just kept like my dress blues and like one work uniform because i was like (laughs) i really don't want this near me right right that like a whole burning ceremony like burnish (laughs) (laughs) understandably so you had a very bad experience i don't like this for you (laughs) tell me a war story war story tell me a war story uh a story where you were tested but you came out on top Let's go back to boot camp. Uncle, Y'all, let's listen, get boot camp was very traumatizing for me. I'm going to talk about boot camp a lot. But like, I mean, like, yeah, it's a very big experience, yes. So you know how companies, people can get reverted into your company. Yes. Yeah, so my company was coming up on the end, and we had, like, maybe two, maybe two and a half weeks left. Okay. And we got some recruits reverted into my company. Mm-hmm. And at the time... My company was straight. Like, we didn't have any issues with, between anybody there. I just had, like, this one boy who was, like, super country. And he was, like, the head of the, the, the platoon. He, oh, my goodness, his voice just irritated me. Like, Did you say platoon? Like, yeah. We ain't got that shit in the Coast Guard. The I'm company. Sorry. Company, platoon. Sorry, ROCC. Sorry. Grow up, Daphne. I told you I separated myself from the Coast Guard. <laughs> we in platoon now. Man, you, you threw it all the way all back to ROTC. All the way. <laughs> But yeah, like we, we were good. We didn't have any issues between anybody. Like nobody hated anyone. We were pretty much good, right? Then right we get on. these reverts. Mm-hmm. 
This one girl, when I tell you, I swear to God, she looks like Trinity off of the Matrix. Lord have mercy. So the haircut, <laughs> like she looked just like her. And this girl was such a bitch. Like, I hate her to this day. <laughs> she's another one that can catch these hands. But like. Definitely. Uh, she's actually an admiral now. I'm kidding. I don't know where she is now. I don't know even better. I'm kidding. I don't know. Even where... better. I don't know. I don't know. Please, Coast Guard veteran knocks out an admiral. I would <laughs> love that. <laughs> Put me God in the damn. news. God damn. What? <laughs> I would. Yes. There's no way. There's no way. Because she's she is she's total bitch. But they had made her like I don't even know what they called it. Like some little leader over like the girls. Uh huh. And she just had this like she loved to antagonize. You were the only white per- a black lady. No, no, at this time, a revert was another black woman, and I was so okay. happy to have her. Okay. I was so happy to have her, but, like, she had been there longer, mm-hmm. so she was a little blase, and, like, she was just trying to focus on getting out yeah, versus, getting the fuck like, out. Yeah, yeah, making yeah. friends. Right. But this that one girl, oh, my goodness, she wanted to, like, make herself known. Like, she had to make it known that she was going to be good, she's going to get out and, like... She did whatever she could do to get under my skin and get on my nerve. Who, the Matrix girl? Yes, Trinity. We're going to call her Trinity. <laughs> Trinity did whatever she could do to get on my under my skin. And, and it, it got to the point where we both had to stand in front of our company commander. Mm-hmm. And both of us had different stories. Her story was, I was being difficult for no reason, of course. Right, black. Bruh. Right? <laughs> difficult for no reason. Right. My story is, she's purposely antagonizing me. Right. I don't talk to this woman. <laughs> Why would you? Why would I talk to her? Why would you? I have nothing to do with her. I'm doing my own thing. I'm right. doing what I'm supposed to do. Thank you. Why is it that she feels the need to try to make me do extra? Because uh, you were minding your business and drinking water, and she didn't like that shit. Pretty much. <laughs> so it, it got to the point where we, we're both standing in front of our company commander, and he's like, you know what? Put your foreheads against the wall and calls the other girls. He has them line up behind us. This is absolutely hazing. It's childish. He has them line up behind us, and he goes, this is what Trinity says. This is what Daphne says. Raise your hand if you agree with Trinity. This is hazing. But we can't see them, right? We can't see them. Raise your hand if you believe, if you agree with Trinity. This is bullshit, and you were one of two black women. And then he says. And you know, I already know what happened. No, no. He says, raise your hand if you agree with Daphne. And they all agree with me. Oh, shit. Oh, shit. <laughs> oh, so then she lost story, her little position. This, look, the story went different than I thought it was. Yeah. <laughs> but for me, for me, it was kind of like, I'm glad my girl stood up for me because they didn't have to. Right? It was the right thing to do. Don't say they didn't have to. It is to. the right thing to do. But Don't say they didn't have to. When you're dealing with others. Right. The expectation is that they're not going to The expectation is that they're not going to do the right thing. They're not going to do the right, right. thing. But... For them to have my back, it was so endearing. But at the same time, it bothered me that my company commander, who had had me far previous, longer than he had this woman. She had only been there for about a week or so at this point in time. Like, you know me. Right. You watch me. Right. I'm under you. Right. I'm always with you. You know I'm not a problem. And if I am a problem, it's because I don't want to do push-ups. Girl. So, like, this woman should not be able to come in. Right. And say, Daphne did this. No, at this point, you know your recruit. Right. She shouldn't be able to come in and do that. Right. And for you to have to ask everybody else when you know me, mm-hmm. that was kind of... So, yeah, that that's my war story. All right. She got knocked out of her position, and she actually got re-reverted. She reverted twice? Re-re-reverted. Look, I won't he do it? 
Play with something safe, sweetie, because Daphne is not safe for you. And then later on, ended up at one of my stations, and I was like working at the yeoman's desk, and she walks in the door, and I was like, holy shit. Mm-mm. It always works out like that. It's like the, the bitch you hate it the most. She looked me you... right in my face, and she hated that I processed her paperwork. <laughs> you best talk nice to me. You better talk nice to me. Speak, I might forget. Speak to me in lowercase, bitch. I might forget you need that. I might forget you need that. You, you need your, you, what you need? <laughs> Who? Talk Let to me hear that nicely. reference in your voice. Talk to me nice, baby. Ooh. 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 I love it. Listen, I love karma it. always come back around and you always get the chance to see it. Believe that. You get to see it. Just got to wait to see it. But it's gonna, you will see it. Right on. I was happy to see that, honey. Right hey, on. Trinity. Look, if I, it, hey, if I owe karma on somebody else, I hope y'all go blind before y'all see it. Did <laughs> 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 <I> go blind? <laughs> <laughs> y'all don't watch me. Don't watch me fill out karma you. shit. <laughs> don't watch me fulfill karma. Listen, you can watch me because I'm going to come back. I'm going to come back. It's going to hurt right now, but I'm going to come back. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that hurt her feelings. Bad. Um, so when you left the Coast Guard, you left as an E4? Yes. All right. Uh, so going from E3 to E4, do you feel that the way you were treated improved with rank? No, it improved with station. Okay. It's very, very very important which duty station you get stationed at mm-hmm. because each station has its own culture so to speak yep 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 if you're at like my first station typing you're you're mostly there with like cornbread country white boys that's the <laughs> culture that you're in mm-hmm. so if that's not your culture it's gonna be very hard to identify with them or for them to identify with you yeah it's gonna be very hard to to get common ground with them right you're gonna have to it's not even cold switching at that point. You're just going to have to straight pretend to be something that you're not. Damn. And that's hard to do. Yeah, yeah. Versus my last duty station, Air Station Savannah, now we have a more liberal station. This is a station that's in the middle of other different branches. So we got the Air Force. We got the Army. We, so we have more diversity within okay. the base itself, not just in the station. So when we leave our, our little station, it's just a very small part of this huge base. Mm-hmm. When we leave outside of it, it's not just us. Mm-hmm. So you don't feel like you're just in the Coast Guard. You feel like I'm a part of this base. Okay. And it makes the culture a lot more liberal. So it's so very So you actually important. felt included. I was included. Right on. I was very, I was so included that they actually pushed me to my last job, which was MST. Mm-hmm. And then when I got out of the Coast Guard, I actually went into private sector building plans. Okay. And then I did that for five years, and then, then I did, I'm doing what I'm doing now. But Yo. that's what got me. Like, they pushed me. They allowed me the chance to talk. Like, talking talking to the chief at that station was like talking to you. Okay. I didn't feel, I need to go in, and I need to salute her, and I need to, you know, <laughs> knock a certain way or move a certain way. Oh, yes. Can you I weren't schedule? scared. I wasn't scared. Good. And it was a woman. And that's what I learned about being in the Coast Guard. I have a problem with authority from men. I, I do, and I learned that in the very beginning. <laughs> and so, if it's a woman, mm-hmm. oh, I can listen to her all day as long as she's reasonable. Right, 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 right. If it's a man, I can't, I'm sorry, I can't hear you. Because men can be very um, unreasonable at times. Stevie Wonder with my ears. So, Girl. <laughs> <laughs> Grow up, Daphne. Hear you. I don't know what you're talking about, sir. Grow up. I can't, it's not work for me. <laughs> but if it's, but no, it's, it's like, 
having a, and that was my first time having a woman as my chief. So it was like. Was she a white no, lady? Yeah, she white lady. All right. I thought I was going to say black. No, no. I'm, no. No, I'm, it sounds like you didn't have a lot of uh, black leadership. Uh, there was you no black leadership. All right. I've never had that, but. But you were in Georgia the whole time, right? Yeah. This isn't a question, but it is now. Did you pass any Confederate flags on your way to work? Yeah, I live in Georgia. Okay. That's normal for us. That's not normal. Like, you know, that's not normal for people outside of Georgia, Look, South I, Carolina, I hate Florida. I hate the enthusiasm you basically said that with. Like, yeah, duh, bitch. We're, <laughs> like, we're, we're so used <laughs> to them. I feel like they're they just now become empowered. They they weren't really empowered. They just had their flags and they run around with their flags like woo wee. Like yeah okay yeah we see y'all. <laughs> but like they didn't have any power. There was nothing they could do. It's not until this last president mm-hmm, mm-hmm, that mm-hmm. they now have some sort of power, or they feel like they Perceived have some sort them. of power. Yeah. yeah, they feel empowered. Yeah, mm-hmm. all right. No, they always felt that way because they were always very proud of it. Proud boys. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> But that's the difference of being on, like, Tybee versus Air Station Savannah. Tybee, they could have that shit on the base. Air Station Savannah, that's a no. That's a hell no. They would get called out for that. Oh, you better not come. You better not have that flag on your truck. They would impound your truck. Wow. Listen. Hunter Army Airfield, baby, they don't play no games. Okay. That is a black base. It's not a black base. It's It's a black base. It's a black-friendly place. No, it's a black base. It's black, baby. Oh, they black. Ooh. No, it's it's very it's very liberal. It's it's very diverse. Everybody's there, but like they're very liberal. It's the only way I can say it. Like they believe in everybody. So it's everybody's equal. That's actually where you felt included. There Mm -hmm. was diversity, and like your your first station, and that goes back to what you were preaching at first. If you're going to have diversity inclusion, if you're going to say that you want it, practice it. Practice in your first base. Far from practiced it. Yeah. Okay, no clue. They didn't even know I was coming. <laughs> they was like, we don't know what to do. They didn't have no hot water. You ever been to a base that didn't have hot water? Uh, no. Yeah, that, yeah. That's Tybee. They didn't have no hot water, child. So did you have to live on the base? Yeah. You had to shower in cold water? Girl, yeah. I hate it. Yeah. This was a bad experience mm-hmm. for me to hear about. <laughs> me and that one other white woman, she'd be like, we don't have no hot water. I'm like, girl, you got a um, hot stove? Show me a little plug in? Like, yeah. She's like, yeah. I was like, let me show you. See, I'm, I'm from I'm from Georgia, so I already know how to look. Do it. I'm from the I'm, we're from the country, baby. yeah, country. So I make some hot water. So you clean out the tub, of Girl, course. Yeah, I hope everybody does that. We just had to shower. Oh, still look. You got your water. You got to get your water bottle. Get yep. Your water bottle. Yep. Heat it up on the stove. Uh, and at this base, I'm guessing it's probably uh, what's it called? Put not petroleum. It's a fire stove when they yeah, use fire. Yeah. Burn. Yeah. Uh, not not the electric type. Yeah. Yep. Heat it up, and that is what you uh, bathe yourself with. Yes. Yeah. You make it work. Just, who, who washing in cold water in the winter time? Girl. Imagine being someplace cold and having to do that. Actually, I did live in Afghanistan, but that's a hey, in a coast guard. Um, absolutely not. I was about to say. I wish I the fuck know, they not would. In the coast guard. <laughs> no, you in the coast guard. No, I lived over there. Uh, I worked over there when I was a uh, civilian. Mm-hmm. I was there uh, about six, seven months, something like that. And yeah, it. Not that you would know this about uh, Afghanistan, just from knowing that it's Afghanistan, but it did snow like four months that I was there. It is a desert. It, it does snow in the desert. It snowed heavily. So yeah, taking showers in the cold and then walking up. See, that's only for people who don't know about their geography. You don't understand. Desert, deserts get cold. You try yeah. being in Vegas in October late at night. See what happens. <laughs> October, November, December. Right. Oh yeah, it's nice and toasty in the Okay, daytime. well maybe it was just my ignorant ass that didn't know that it, would, it could snow in Afghanistan. Oh. <laughs> 
Well, you know now. You learned at a young yeah. age. Look, I took my country ass over there thinking, yeah, I, I packed a whole bunch of uh, short sleeve shirts thinking, yeah, yeah, it's it's fucking Afghanistan. It's going to be warm. That's when I learned to switch jobs when they tried to send me to Kodiak, Alaska. I was like, ooh, I want a new job. <laughs> I don't want to do this no more. Understood. Look, as someone who was stationed in Kodiak, Mm-mm. I do not blame you. <laughs> Good for What's in you. Kodiak? Not a goddamn thing. Uh, they got a Walmart, and it's not a super Walmart. It's just a regular basic Walmart, and... I forgot that those could even exist. You know what? Walmart is a commodity. Because now living here, like, mm-hmm. there's no Walmart close by here. You have to drive, like, 30, 45 minutes to get to the closest Walmart. Mm-hmm. That's like a little treat. <laughs> <laughs> so, okay, Cody, I see you got a Walmart. They got a Walmart and a Safeway, and, like, they're very close to each other. And if you're going shopping for the day, those are your two hot spots. Listen. You're definitely going to hit both of them. You got all you need. Girl. You got a man at home? What, at Kodiak? Yeah. No, honey, I was single when I was in Kodiak. See, that's the problem. That's the problem. You got a man, you got a Walmart, you got a Safeway, you, you set. You got everything you need. Grow up. <laughs> Grow up, Daphne. You know what? Kodiak was my worst. I'm kidding. <laughs> she ain't me. I hate you, Daphne. Call me out for my shit. <laughs> All right, funny lady. Has there ever been a tough situation that you were in where another sister helped you out or a situation where you were able to help another sister out? It sounds like you didn't encounter a lot of black ladies. It definitely didn't outside of Dawn. And there was only so much she could do right, when right. I was going through my situation. Because y'all she, were the same we're age and rank. Yeah. yeah. No. No. I can't say I had the luxury of that experience. I'm very, very sorry. And I definitely can't help, couldn't help them. I can help them now. Right. Now when I hear young girls. Yeah. Like I encountered this um, young Latino girl last year around October. Mm-hmm. And she said she wanted to go in the Coast Guard. So I gave her my phone number and my um, Instagram. And like, right. she did go in. Okay, okay. And I helped her through the process. Right on. And she's doing pretty good right now. Good for her. Good for her. Yeah. I wasn't trying to call you out on that question. It's, it sounds. What am I trying to say? You didn't encounter a lot of black ladies. Mm-hmm. So a lot of black. It's not that you could be helped by anybody that in your world at the time didn't exist. And you can't help anybody that mm-hmm. at your time at that time in your world didn't exist. So mm-hmm. I'm very sorry that you didn't encounter more black women. Because we're dope. Yes, we are. <laughs> yes, we are. Tell me something you wish you had known before joining the service. I wish I had known the truth about the benefits. Okay. I feel like there's just this generic idea mm-hmm. of going in the Coast Guard, you get all these benefits. Mm-hmm. And that is not true. Each branch is different. Okay. And in order to get the benefits, you have to do certain things or be in for a certain amount of time. Like... Mm-hmm. Now that I'm out, I don't get VA benefits. Like, I get the um, the VA loan. Okay. And that's it. There's nothing now, else. Now, when you say VA benefits, you, you don't mean, like, that uh, check that people get, like, Mm-mm. every month Not for... the check, but, like, you, you lose your health care. Yeah, yeah, You yeah. lose your education benefits. No, you don't. Yes, I did. GI Bill? Yes. You lost the GI Bill? Yes. There's... You don't get that after a certain amount of time. That's... Definitely. We're going to have to talk after this. Uh, Trust because... me, me and Don have gone through this. You do not get these benefits. These benefits are not forever. And I want a lot of people to realize that. Because you had a lot of people who have this little thing. Like they try to medically retire out early. Daphne. And these benefits My comment away. section is about to blow the fuck up. Let, Let it, it hear blow you up. Say. Let it blow up. You do You're... not get these benefits. You do not get these benefits. They do not. They're not forever. They do not last forever. The GI Bill should. You no, can it test. does not. You can even Google it now. No, it does not. You have to be in 
stay in and be in a certain amount of time. And that time depends on what your job is. Bet you didn't know that. Hey, y'all in the comment section, go ahead and tag her, not me, man. Um, <laughs> you do not get these benefits. These benefits do not last forever. I, look, one officer lady I know for sure is about to beat the shit out of me in the comments, man. <laughs> you cannot get these benefits forever. And I wish they would, would be honest about the benefits portion up front. So you're saying you're you up. are no longer entitled to the GI Bill. Is that what you're saying? I no. Okay. No. Uh, her name is Daphne. That's D A P H N E E. All right. Tell me about a time you learned a lesson that you were not ready to learn. Mm. All right now. Ooh, the rest of this show is sponsored by Tequila. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what was I not ready to learn? Y'all, and she gave me a glass of water like I'm a fuck with it. I'm <laughs> well, she Thank came you. Out the heat. Thank you, thank you. You looking out for my hydration and uh, yeah, I'm I'm just hydrated with tequila though. <laughs> I don't know that I would say it's a lesson that I wasn't ready to learn. I would say that it's it's an inherent truth that okay. I wasn't ready to face. So okay. growing up in Georgia, like I we've always been around the racism, always dealt with the racism, mm -hmm, right? Mm -hmm. But not directly dealt with it. Like we have our very set boundaries. Okay. You don't go over this side of town because that's not our side of town. Right. We right. don't eat at these restaurants because these aren't our restaurants. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And that's just what you're taught. And I feel like, you know, your parents' guidance is kind of like a shield over you. They're trying to, yeah, protect you. Right. But when you're in the Coast Guard, now you have to encounter that racism and mm -hmm. you question yourself on whether or not it's racism because you're in the Coast Guard and so when they tell you to do something you know that they're not telling anybody else to do mm -hmm. or they they make you feel a specific type of way mm -hmm. and you're like this feels racist mm -hmm. but can you call it racist it makes you question all the things that your parents taught you because that was that shield that was that bubble that kept you from directly dealing with that right so that that's the not the lesson, but the, like the inherent truth that I learned. You're going to encounter racism. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Do you know that it's racism? And if you do know that it's racism, on that level, how do you deal with it? On a systematic level, how do you right. deal with it when you've never had to deal with it before? You're young. Right. You just got in the Coast Guard. You might be 17 or 18. Right, right, You right. may not have ever had to deal with that before because your parents always dealt with it. You were just at the right. restaurant eating. Mom and Daddy was out there cursing people out. <laughs> now... You're the adult. Mom and dad's not here. You're away from home. Mom and dad may be in Georgia. You're you're in Washington. Mm -hmm. You know, you're yeah. you're in Arizona or somewhere like that. Right. So now how do you deal with it? Right. When there isn't any guidance. So like And it's so hard it's hard to guide. You have to question you question yeah. everything you were taught. Mm -hmm. You know your truth because your instinct is going off. Right, right, right. But it's like mom and dad's not here to tell me, yes, this is what it is. But I'm feeling like this is what it is. How am I supposed to deal with it? Because I've never had to deal with it before. Mom and Daddy didn't tell me how to deal with it. They just dealt with it. Wow. That's a lot for a young person. Yeah. That's that's a lot for, a, a, at the time, what, 18, 19 year old? 17. Girl, a baby, a fucking yeah, child. 17. And Girl. then like you, and, but then you know, like certain things you know, because you're like, I don't want to be angry, but so how do I deal? How do I navigate? The you systematic racism. You don't want to be called with. an angry black woman when you're 17. You, where, it's a, I was from Georgia. I didn't care. Right. I was, it's a shield of honor now. Yeah. I, I was. It was always a shield of honor for me. But like, <laughs> it gets you in trouble 
to snap back at these people when you know you're being mistreated. To respond to people that are wishing you ill will. Right. And putting it on you. Right. Yeah. And there's no one to protect you. There was no programs in place. Now we have, what's the name of that one program Don deals with? Are you talking about Epic? Epic. Now we have Epic. Just And now we have different programs or, or we have more black leadership where we can help one another navigate these types of things. Now, it, it, it's nothing to pick up the phone and say, find me an older black woman. Find me a, a black woman who's been in the Coast Guard for, find me a Don who's been <laughs> here 15 plus years yes, that can help me. Yes, you know, indeed. now you can go into your yeoman office. And Don wants to help people. Woman. Oh yeah, she definitely does. She told me to put her name out. I'm, at this point in the podcast, I'm very sick of talking about this woman. I'm not, I love her. Don, shut up, I, I hate you. <laughs> Stop smiling, Dawn. She's, she's very enthusiastic. I know her goofy ass is over there fucking laughing and smiling shit when she's hearing this shit. She loves to help. Like, Dawn is a great help. She's a great resource. Uh, she helps black women, especially because she knows what we go through. And um, thank God but, for her. but she'll help anybody. She, you, you've met her. She'll, she'll definitely help anybody. Oh, but thank, but thank God for Dawn. Thank God for Dawn. Because, like, for her to have gone through the struggle that she had went through, for her to stay in and push through and now be a source of help to other yes. young black people. Like, yes. We needed more. I wish I could have done that, but that was that's not my journey. That was definitely her journey. But thank right. God for the women who are in the position like Don is, who who did push through. Because right. like, now they have help. We didn't have that. We, we had to be like the pavers. Look, a black woman would have been a great source of Girl. help for you. Uh, anybody black? And anybody, look, anybody black? You had one black person. It was a brother in boot camp, in boot camp who helped you get through boot camp. And you know what? I'm glad you had that. I'm glad that we can tell a good story a about a brother. Of encouragement. It was good. And you said that lady never fucked with you years. again. Yeah. Right on. I always took what he said with me. You can do it. You good. can do this. When you think you can, you can do it. I hope that brother is out there living his best life. Oh, yeah. I hope he got a beautiful wife. I hope he had a whole bunch of kids. Tired. <laughs> I hope he, he drives like a real big truck. I, I hope, hope he, he got all the rank. $1,000 house. I don't care about his rank. I hope he got good retirement. <laughs> I hope his kids are doing amazing. I hope they went to college. I hope they all graduated. I hope none of them went to the Coast Guard. I wish all the blessings on this Amen. man. I hope Amen. he hit the lotto one time. I hope, like, like oh, like, thank you yes. to that one black man that gave me three minutes of encouragement. You had, you carried me through eight years. Eight years. Eight years. Three minutes of words of encouragement carried me through eight years. I always think about him. He was very handsome too. <laughs> he was. He was very handsome. I always think about him and I think Sir, you uh, had a good a good head of hair. It was <laughs> Listen. You had a nice face. I ain't never seen this too. Your uniform was sharp. And he and he was, he's a he's a dark chocolate black man. He stood about five seven. He was bald. But All right, never mind. Uh, hey, I take that comment back. That's, about that's enough. He did enough. You were you were more than enough. You were a blessing, honey. That's what's up. I, I'm you glad we could. Me. I'm you, glad you we could me. tell a story, a good story about a brother. If y'all know him, he was at boot camp, and he was with the pregnant white lady. If y'all know him, and he know me, tell him to reach out to me. I appreciate them. I would love to buy him a meal and a drink. I really would. I really, really would. You're a good person, sir. Now. When you left the Coast Guard, were you able to be, were you put into any leadership type positions nope. by the time you had left? Nope. All right. It was like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, but they wanted me to re-sign back up, but I was like, no, no, no. All right. No, no, no. Because at that time it was like, I was MST, so working with the helos at mm. Air Station, they, they taught me a lot. Oh my goodness. If anybody wants to go on the Coast Guard, y'all go MST. 
Okay. Go Marine. Not, no, not MST. Marine I'm sorry. Um, no, not not MST. Uh, avionics. Okay. AMT, AET, AST. Uh, I'm thinking MST because I'm thinking um, MSU Savannah. That was my second station. But go, yeah, go AMT. Go into avionics. Yeah. The people who work on aircraft mm-hmm. are always in the mind frame of teaching. So they look for people right who on. are teachable. Okay. And they're so excited about the things that they can teach you. It's never a <laughs> negative atmosphere. Right because on. they have to be careful. Their first thought is safety. Safety first. They right. know what they're doing mm-hmm. can put people's lives in jeopardy. Mm-hmm. So they want you to be as calm and comfortable and as secure in what it is that you're doing as right. they are. And so those those are, you want to find great people? Go aviation. <laughs> Go aviation. They do what they do, but like it's not a hard job. It sounds hard, but it's not hard. And then it's one of the easiest jobs to move over into the civilian sector because now you right. have this technician behind you right right you know right. you can do anything you can work cars yeah. you can do sheet metal you mm-hmm. can like you can you can do pretty it's much mechanics it's yeah. mechanics so yep. like yeah and they're all good people like i love those dirty mechanic boys they're mostly good people i've met some of y'all yeah they're great people there, there's a lot of good yeah yeah i've met some of y'all Y'all like the only ones that are like <laughs> the only ones that are like a little standoff is just probably because they're going through something personal in their life or something personal at work. They don't hate you, right? They're just not having a good day. All right, give them a couple days. They'll come back. They're gonna be smiling like, ah, oh, yeah, you're good. Okay, okay, okay. Get them a beer. He'll be all right. <laughs> are there any sisters in service that inspire? Do not say that name that I think you about to say. And I don't have to say it. Say some literally anybody else's name. Are there any sisters in service that inspire you? Yes. Okay. Does it have to mean a Coast Guard? No. Any, oh, okay, okay. Any branch you, of service. Because we know Dawn. Like, we know her. I was but, purposely shielding away from her. But, but, yeah, my other best friend, Manita. Okay. Manita, she was in, she's a Marine. Come on. Yeah, both my best friends were in the um, service. So, love yeah. it, love it. Very inspirational, very strong women. Very, they went through a lot. Both I'm tired of sending shout outs to Dawn. That's, that's my window. <sighs> <laughs> that's my postie. <sighs> my coastie they did but yeah manita manita yeah that girl whoo a marine a marine a black marine baby lord have mercy yeah she did that love it love. she did that against all odds <laughs> i don't know that's how not an easy bridge i don't know how she did it that's with not... two babies on the hip honey she did it wow yeah she did right on yeah she did good for her she crazy you don't have to convince me. I was freaking <laughs> already. <laughs> that is redundant at this point. <laughs> Let's say you were just starting your life on your own and you were presented with the chance to join the service for the first time. Knowing what you know now, mm. would you still join? Not the Coast Guard. Okay. So you would join just another branch or not at all? I would say I would join another branch mm-hmm. because... I learned so much about myself being in the service, mm-hmm. like learning that I don't work well under men. Okay. Um, you know those are in every branch of service though, right? Yeah. All right. But you, but, <laughs> at, but, it's, but it's like after you get out, like now you know that. Like you signed the contract, so you signed, you signed that time away, so uh-huh. you have to do it. Okay. You learn how to navigate them and deal with them, but you also learn like these different personality types. Mm-hmm. Of different people mm-hmm. and you get to take that with you into your your civilian career mm-hmm. so i would absolutely probably go i don't know that i would go blue if i do go i'll, I'll be a marine okay i would I'll, i mean you are nutty so that makes sense 
I like the challenge of it all. I like the challenge of it all. Like, challenge me. I went Coast Guard only because of 9-11. But if it wasn't for 9-11, I would have went something tougher. You still would have joined the military if it had not been for 9-11. Yeah. Okay. I had to be the first. Like, or regardless of 9-11. Right. I had to be the first woman to do something in my family. I got you. It's, we got too many women in my family. Got, I feel you. And they're all, like, strong successful yeah like you, you gotta you really gotta pave your own way you, you <laughs> gotta do the thing you don't want to do to be the first of something in my family <laughs> for real so yeah hey look that's trailblazing mm-hmm. right on like this year they're all buying houses like what right on what right. we're, not, we're, we're doing our third houses like oh sisters with real estate Listen. let's get it yeah <laughs> now if you had a daughter or any young impressionable black girl in your life that you cared about and she was considering a life in the military, would you try to talk her out of joining? No. You wouldn't? No. Even with your... No, absolutely not. Not today. Not you... in today's time. Not you... with, with how many resources they have to succeed. The question was, would you talk her out of joining? You're no. saying no? You wouldn't? No. Okay. I would push her to join. Okay. As a matter of fact, my plan is, because I'm unmarried and I don't have any children, Mm-hmm. So once I get to a place where I get a larger house, I want to foster. Right on. Foster to adopt. I love it. Older kids. Come on. I love it. I love it. I love it. Up. Come on. And I intend to have each one of them serve at least two years <laughs> in some branch of military. <laughs> Just serve your two years. Get your GI Bill. Get get an associate's degree. I love that you want to get older kids. Everybody usually goes for the young ones. Like, yeah, good for you. Kids are not puppies. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. That. Th- they're human they're beings. Human beings. Thank you. And besides, they're older. Like they're potty trained. <laughs> they're potty trained. Help me. <laughs> older kids, and then older kids want to learn stuff. They're like, "Mom, teach me how to cut an onion." Oh yeah, come on, come, come on. <laughs> oh, you, you, get the, you get the bell pepper. Come on, come on, come on. We love yeah, it. we cooking. Let's what's up. I love it. I love it. I love it. Like go, yeah, go into the military. Let me help you. Get your your money that you get in boot camp and show you how to use that to build your credit. Get you a car. Buy you a condo. Use your VA loan. Let me help. Let me teach you what I learned that nobody taught me. Come on. You know? Yes. The best way for older kids. Yeah. yeah I love absolutely. it. I want to have like, I plan on starting fostering at 40 and I want to stop it like right around 60. Okay. I'm going to just keep, keep. Every time they, <laughs> they graduate and they move away, I want to get another one. I'm going to keep my rooms full. Like five at a time, keep my rooms full and keep and I'm then then like when I'm like sixty one, I have my sixty first or my sixtieth birthday party. All my kids come to my house. All forty like of your kids that you two hundred <laughs> kids in the house. I'd be like, these are my children. I love it. These I are my it. babies, and they're like all different races and ethnicities. All and right. Like, but I'll be like, but all my kids successful. <laughs> they all veterans, baby. Uh, all 200. <laughs> That's the plan. Right on. That's all right. Plan. Daphne, mm-hmm. recruitment and retention is down across all the branches and with all demographics. I can't imagine why. Let me finish the question, guys. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> Shit. I can't imagine why. Okay. Recruitment and retention is down across all the branches mm-hmm. with all demographics. Black women are not excluded from that. This was true even before the pandemic. Yeah. Why do you think black women are so disinterested in joining the military? There's no benefit. Okay. What, what benefit do black women get in joining the military? We get to learn about racism face on. I'm kidding. <laughs> get that in the real world, too. <laughs> think about it. We got 
there's some free community colleges. There are, well, I, I wish they bring this program back. Um, President Obama had a program where the state had a list of jobs that were necessary for the state's economic status, mm-hmm. and they would actually pay for you to go to school. And if you had kids, they would pay for your kids' daycare, wow. and then they would pay for um, food and travel for you to go back and forth to school. Daphne, you have educated the shit out of me. I did not know that this program that ever to, existed. Of course, Trump got rid of it. So we're hoping that Joe brings it back. We're, we're, we're pushing for that legislation to come back. Okay. There's so many programs in place where there is no benefit to being in the military. Oh, yeah, you could get the VA loan. You can also get a first-time home buyer as long as you take the class. Okay. You can also get the diversity loan. There's a diversity loan. If you're black in certain states, mm-hmm. or not just black, but, you know, anything but white, in certain <laughs> states, you, you get help with getting a first-time home loan. Okay. There are programs put in place that make the military just, why are you here? <laughs> why are you here? What, what do we use you for at this point? All right. Yeah, no, I'm not even surprised that nobody wants to join the military. <laughs> I have a plan that can help boost our military, but they're not going to listen because they want to build that wall. But Definitely. I, I feel like <laughs> that's, I feel like being in the military should be a direct path to citizenship. Oh, I think at one point it was, wasn't it? No. No? All right. They need to. Wow. They need to. Damn. We have a bunch of problems that immigration could solve, but they just, they're so worried about all this other stupid stuff. Listen, everybody that wants to come mm-hmm. from any other country, but wants their citizenship, okay, join the military. I thought that was the thing. You know what? I could be, I get educated every time I sit down and no, interview they, somebody. They, they want to be so tough on them. Like, but yeah, they did this, that, that, and that in that country. Okay, that's that. That's that country. This is America. They, I don't care that he did what he did as long as he was no mass murderer. And he come over here and he want to do right. And he want to join the service. And he he signing up for ten years. Oh boy, eight to ten years like I did. Mm-hmm. Sir, yes. <laughs> Not only do we want you to serve eight to ten years, let bring your wife, bring your kids, and then um. All Let right. us give you a house too, because we got a bunch of houses that's just sitting and falling down. Get, get one of them too. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I'm not. I'm not surprised. The military. Yeah, especially after what happened during COVID. Uh, Trump was president. The Coast Guard didn't get paid. Girl, why would you want to deal with that? We're we're uh, doing food drives for our military. That uh, that shutdown actually happened before the pandemic. That shutdown happened uh, at the end of 2018 slash beginning of 2019. That's when the pandemic happened. The pandemic hit in 2020. No, that's what they told us it hit. <sighs> All right. <laughs> <laughs> they had already knew. I read them files, but they already knew. You know what, Daphne? <laughs> if you were conducting this interview from where I'm sitting... <laughs> What question would you have asked you that I did not ask you? What question would you ask me? What question What question would you ask Daphne? Yeah. That I have not asked Daphne. Mm. I don't know, you're pretty good at interviewing. I might I am doing the best I can. Yeah, I feel like your questions are pretty thorough. Dope shit. Yeah. You can make a- it like fluffy and say something like, "What's your greatest memory in the Coast Guard?" Actually, <laughs> Daphne, do you have any good memories? Like, do you yes. Have- Come on, sure. It's boot camp, y'all. Hold on. No, no, no. Hold on. No, I've heard the story. God damn. <sighs> yeah. No, stop it, Daphne. Let me say what happened. No, let me, let me prep the audience because God damn. Oh my God. 
At this point, at this point in the podcast, (laughs) it really feels like Dawn has gotten a second episode (laughs) because her name has been brought up multiple times and is about to be brought up again. Y'all, she's my best friend. I know her all my life. Jesus. I know her all my life. She's my bestie. She's an okay person sometimes. All right. She's the funnest. She's the funnest. Dawn, wipe that smile off your face right the fuck now. Okay, y'all, let me tell you what happened. Let me tell you what happened. I'm at boot camp, right? We're like two weeks in. (laughs) <laughs> and <laughs> there's this there's this field in the middle of like all the bear what did they call that area the field yeah it was like they had this is another you mean the parade field work. yeah okay the barracks around this this field we're talking training center cape may yeah cape may new jersey mm-hmm. and in the middle of the field is where they do like color guard mm-hmm. and all that other little extra stuff now mind you me and non had been in rotc together so we did color guard together okay my company is marching back and I turn my eyes, not my head, because I didn't break rank, and I see Dawn. Did you immediately see Dawn, or did you see a black person, and you were like, oh, a black person? Nope, Let I me saw Dawn. You immediately saw. Because I knew her. I, she's my best friend. Mm-hmm. I absolutely knew who she was the minute I saw her, <laughs> because she was doing color guard, and she was my commander in color guard. Okay. So when I saw her weapon, mm-hmm. I saw her, I knew who I was looking at. And Aww. she saw me. She spotted me. Now, well, for hold, some reason. Hold on, Daphne. At this point, did you realize that Dawn was at Coast Guard? No, I was just about to say that. Okay. We, so that, so she, she actually, y'all don't tell nobody this. She graduated a year before me. Most people don't know that. They think we graduated together. Because <laughs> we were always together. But she graduated the year before me. And so, so you were we the didn't young talk one? for the summer because that was her summer off. Like she, you know, she's being grown. I'm still in school. I still got a year with these crazy people. So like you when were I the young one, and you were friends with old ass Don. All right, go ahead. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So <laughs> I saw her. She saw me. Her eyes get big. My eyes get big. I break rank. She drops weapon. We run. <laughs> we hug. Right, our company commanders immediately turn around. Mine is behind me, screaming over my head. Hers is behind her, screaming over her head. We don't care. This is a Nettie and Seely moment. We, this, this looks like the color you purple. You and me, us never part, my tea. We Jesus. had our woman really big hug. There's tears. They're screaming over us. We can't get them. They was being Mister. Like, oh my goodness. Oh my goodness. And she's just like, what are you doing? I was like, what are you doing? Y'all didn't tell each other that y'all we were did going. Not talk, we didn't talk for that entire summer. But y'all called each other's best friends, and the best friends didn't tell but each other. Was, that's her summer off. Like, I knew she was having that summer off. Like, if you know Don, you know Don has always, like, she's always been surrounded by people, always had kids around her, always babysitting someone, always working, always doing something. She yeah, she's a really down. responsible bitch. We get it. No, not responsible. She just, like, keep herself busy. <laughs> I ain't gonna say she's responsible. She just like to do a lot of stuff at one time for no reason at all. She may not finish. She barely finished one thing, but she got 20 things on her plate. You sure right. Don is irresponsible. All right. <laughs> Thank you for disagreeing with me. But, yeah. So, to see her, and then we had this, this huge, amazing moment, like, that also carried me because I knew she was there. Even though I wasn't with her, I knew she was there. <laughs> and then, like, there will be moments where, like, we would spot each other. And we would just, like, turn our eyes or, like, smile. But let me tell you, we got in so much trouble. <laughs> of course. Of we course. got in so much <laughs> 
But from the hug, no shit. And people wonder why my arms got these little guns on them. I can't tell you how many push-ups I had to do. And I am not good at push-ups at all. And then he had me like standing outside holding the water jugs. Like, oh, oh. I got in so much trouble for that one hug. What I told her, for the rest of your life, I, we could not talk for like three years and be mad at each other. But you got to bring your ass back because I got in trouble for you. <laughs> I did push-ups you for you, owe me. You owe me your life, okay? You owe me that, like, that, yeah, yeah. Who? Lord have that mercy. That was, oh my goodness, that had to be the best hug I have ever had in oh. my whole entire life. I will never forget that moment. Every time we get together, we get to drink, and we, we talk about that. This is a movie moment. It was it, such this, a movie moment. This is sweet. And it was great, because then after that, I joined the color guard, because I was like, I'm going to be I had to go with that, too. Like, you had a support system. Listen, we had them tight and right, baby, because we it. was winning trophies for our school, so we knew the Get Coast Guard. It. But they actually offered us, they asked us, would we be mm-hmm. in the actual Coast Guard color guard? And I was like, no, hell no. <laughs> I don't want to do that. I don't like y'all people. Actually, you are pretty tall. Yeah. And Donna is not a short woman either. She's not real tall. She's getting shorter. <laughs> but we were like, like, yeah, we, we made it look good. Our heights, right we on. made it look good. Right like, on. Yeah, we did that. I we definitely did that. I do love this story. This, is, this is sweet. Did you, see, did you see her pictures posted on um, Facebook? I did. That I was in the one picture. <sighs> I saw it. <laughs> we were so, like, we were just tall. Slim, little, thin, little, little broomsticks. Y'all are little thing. Y'all are disgusting. I Listen, cannot stand your friendship. We won some first place trophies, baby. We beat them country bread white boys. <laughs> it. it could not beat us. <laughs> Our whole squad was all black women. Get it. Get it. it. Amazing. So yeah, that's that's my best coasty moment. The only good coasty moment, honestly. <laughs> I seen my best friend be in a coast. I was like. <laughs> it's just like full fledged. Like when I tell you I broke rank, my position is the very right in the very back because I'm tall. Yeah. And then my last name at the time was it started with a V. <laughs> so I'm in the back, all the way to the back, in the to back. the right. Yes. Don's in, and we're marching this way. The field is here. She's all in the field, in the middle of the field. There, I see her. She see me to break rank. I had to cut across everybody. Oh my God, you and girl. Up, like, uh, other companies walking by. I just, Forget all them people. I don't care about them. I'm pushing people out the way. Like, let me get to my best friend. I love she this. She the same thing because, like, oh, I needed this. She's like, me too. My co was, really? No, no, no. This is what you're doing. You want to be in trouble. I just said you didn't like push ups. I love you. Worth it. Push up, push up, push up. I love you. Nettie and Seely ass girls. Yeah. Shit. My, yeah. I love it, though. I yeah. love this. This. It sounds beautiful. We was in trouble. I mean, we was in trouble. You goddamn right you was in trouble. I'm glad we didn't get reverted. Girl. Because it was so disrespectful. <laughs> it was so disrespectful. Um, Not just to our companies, but to all the other companies surrounding us. Like, yeah. we had everybody stop. We did not care. We listened. And she was practicing color, girl. Like, we was practicing for something. I'm like, oh, She dropped her weapon for you? Girl, yes. <laughs> I'm glad it wasn't the flag. Imagine oh, if it was the flag. Oh, my God. Ooh. Girl, yes. Yes, yes. Week one, it would have been, yeah, right back to week I'm one. I want to let y'all know that American flag would have been gone. We <laughs> it would have been, you would have burned that one, honey. <laughs> that is beautiful. All right. I am glad that y'all are friends. <laughs> Welcome to the friend group. It's not a friend group, Don. It's a friend group. <laughs> Don, 
You don't have Daphne as a friend anymore. She is not your friend. Hey, did I tell you that Dawn's friendship is for the streets? You're not her only friend out here calling she her best. She her friendship is for the streets. Okay? Well, I would like to let her other best friends know that y'all aren't really her best friends. <laughs> I know y'all have had some personal time. <laughs> Y'all don't have what I have in my <coughs> Everybody, look, all the friends on her roster all think they're number one. That's the, see, that's the thing. That's why I want people to know you're on the roster. <laughs> okay, I'm not, I'm not on the roster. I read the roster. Oh, shit. <laughs> I'd be like, oh, okay, yeah, welcome, yeah. I don't have to be on the roster. My name has never been on the roster. Congratulations to you, roster-making girls. You're wow. You're welcome. Wow. <laughs> All her coasty sisters and, and other friends. Yeah, hey, y'all. Yeah. Yeah. Welcome to the roster. <laughs> I read you. I read you. <laughs> and I get to say you cannot sit with me. Oh, my God. If I don't like you. That's my friend. Lord. You don't have what I have. I, listen, I got some blackmail on Dawn. <laughs> That's my, she ain't going nowhere. So, some blackmail? I got a lot. I Girl, that's high school shit. Nah. No. Nah. No, this is you going to jail for the rest of your life. <laughs> Blackmail. Done. As soon as these microphones go off, I'm about to find out everything. She already been drinking too? It's nothing, done. You better get me six. I get six shots in there. We ain't uh, had shots yet. I, I have a plane to catch, Daphne. Oh. Grow up. Oh. You don't want to be asleep? <laughs> trying to kill me what? <laughs> I told you we talked about this we did and then you yeah you did and you I were did. like start drinking water I now I tell you look that's right what's on your plate seven. Oh, we got time I already laid down a bread base I'm gonna be good <laughs> I had like a couple of sandwiches I feel fat right now <laughs> we got time we got a little time um Daphne <laughs> god damn it <laughs> This is the first time I have uh, made a recording that I was drinking during um, because I do normally uh, record these interviews while sober, but also Daphne insisted and I didn't resist it. This is delicious though. This is a really good drink. I We're love this. We're just taking communion. <laughs> That's all that is. All right. Daphne, is there anything you would like to leave our audience with? Yes. Tell your stories. If you get a call to be on the podcast, or even if you don't get a call, reach out. Tell your stories. You don't know who you're going to help. You don't know, like, someone from the past, like someone like me, listen to the old episodes, like, saying, yes, I went through that, or yes, I remember this, or yeah, you know what I mean? Like, touch somebody else with your story. Let your voice be your power. Do not be afraid of repercussions, because forget them people. Live your best life. Right. And also, we don't have to use your real name. Yeah, you don't have to use your real name. You don't have to use your real name. But I promise you, even if you don't use your real name or even use their real name, they're going to remember. <laughs> they're going to remember. They gonna, They might call you. They might reach out to you. Never know. You right. never know. They're going to remember. Who is you the... might even get an apology for something like that. That might be a little closure for somebody. You never know. You know what? You never know. It... If you never say, you did this to me, or this person did this to me, this hurt me, this made me feel this type of way, then mm -hmm. how are they supposed to say, oh my goodness, that wasn't my intention, but let me apologize, because right. that wasn't my intention. Right. And the more veterans we have, 
black women, veterans, to stand together, Come on. to let our voices be heard, mm-hmm. the more of a community we'll have for more black women to join. Let's flood our military with black women and see what, what's going to happen then <laughs> when we're the ones protecting the country. <laughs> what's going to happen then when we got that type of power? You know what I mean? Damn, when you got that type of power, when we're, we're the ones, we always, we do it anyway. We do. We're doing it anyway. We're doing the work. So... Let's get paid to do it. All right, all right. Uh, and let's push more young black women to do it. And boom, let's take over the service. Why not? <laughs> How beautiful would that be? You just, you're an ad for the military right now. I should have been a recruiter. Because <laughs> I would have said, no, baby, no, you ain't going over there. No. I would have, yeah, I would have definitely protected a lot of, a lot of young people. I feel you. I feel you. Daphne, mm. I am only a little bit intoxicated right now. It was not that. It's not that bad. It wasn't strong. It was, but if sweet. if I'm not a heavy drinker, <laughs> I get. You know what? I will make your liver strong. That's not what liquor does, Daphne. You sure? <laughs> I got a very strong liver and very strong kidneys. I don't think you're telling the truth right now. I am. That I, is, that's not I what liquor show you does. My what pa- you got paperwork on your liver and kidneys? No, 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 the fuck you don't. <laughs> yes, I do. I literally just got tested last month. <sighs> I'm not doing this with you, Daphne. I'm going to tell you why, too. No. I'm still tell you why reco- later. I'm still recording, Daphne. I'll tell you why later, but yeah. Christ. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for inviting me into your lovely home. Thank you for letting me in on the podcast. I appreciate that. We need this. We needed you. We needed a voice. I love it. I we love it. We needed a voice. I'm here for it. Y'all tell y'all stories. I love it. Tell your stories. I'm going to be listening. I'm going to be in the comments. I'm, <laughs> I'm like going to be like, girl, yes. Huh? Oh, my God. Yeah, tell your story. <laughs> And don't be afraid to let your personality show. I feel like a lot of times, like on the podcast, everybody wants to be so demure and so sweet. Uh, you haven't heard all the episodes. <laughs> I heard them all, but like I said, no, I mean I, the ones I haven't put out. Uh, oh, people, the other ones. Um, some people, uh, some sisters, really get candid. I love it. I know. I love right. it. <laughs> Tell the truth. And they be like, "Don't edit this out, neither." I'm like, all right, "Yes, ma'am." <laughs> and don't be afraid to call them names. I'm calling names. I don't care. <laughs> care lord bless her <laughs> <laughs> thank you for having me here uh thank you for uh taking time to sit down with me talk to me about your your story your experience thank you for sharing with all of us this was important yeah. you have a very important uh, story and a very important experience um and at this point i'm just gonna have to uh wrap things up and say bye daphne bye and bye audience bye audience Bye. And that concludes this episode of the Season Bed Podcast. Thank you so much for tuning into the show. And a special thank you to Daphne for sharing her story and taking the time to make this interview possible. Now, if you are or know a Black Lady veteran who would like to sit down with me and be a part of this show, please email me at seasonbedpodcast at gmail.com or you can call or text message me at 713-254-0970. You can also find, follow, and inbox me, The Seasoned Vet, across all platforms of social media. At Real Seasoned Vet on Twitter. At Seasoned Vet Podcast on Instagram. At Seasoned Vet Podcast on TikTok. At Seasoned Vet on YouTube. Seasoned Vet on Facebook. Y'all, I'm so out there, I'm even on Spoutable. That's at The Seasoned Vet on Spoutable. Now, if you like what you heard, please like it, share it, rate it, and leave a good review on whatever platform you're listening to this on. And if you're hearing this episode on the day that it drops... Then you're listening to it on the 42nd anniversary of Attorney, 
Arnett R. Hubbard being installed as the first woman president of the National Bar Association. In December of 2022, the Honorable Arnett R. Hubbard retired from the Illinois Circuit Court of Cook County after having served as a circuit judge there since 1997. Thank you again for tuning in. And until next time, fall out.